set of No Way Home. It's the Media Masterminds. Confirmed cast members, Legend Pop, Mr. Benny Rose. We're here. We're back for another episode with you. Mr. Benny, how are you doing? I'm loving this set. A little too big for my britches. A lot of spoilers. You set. There's a lot of cast members from every Spider-Man movie ever made. The Netflix shows. Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider, Electra. We have a, it's a huge cast. Bullseye. Yeah, I mean, even even the B characters. I mean, there's even some DC characters on the set. I mean, like, what's going on? It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> they said it's ambitious, huh? <laughs> Killer Moth. What's he doing here? I, I don't get it. Yeah, he was like sniffing my leg. I think he might just be a peddler. Well, we're back for another episode for your ear holes or speaker holes or eye hole, man. And, uh, but not your foldy holes. Oh, grab my Terry Foldy folds. Here it is. (laughs) It's going to be an interesting show because we just went through the outline and we don't have a whole lot of what we're watching, but we do have a bunch more news than we usually do. So I guess we'll go right in it. Since you did a vast majority of this outline, why don't you kick us off with the news of the uh, past week week or two, I guess it is. This, this came out almost two weeks ago, this news. Yeah, so obviously we, we do our each other week, we do a different variety uh, show. So we definitely have some news that may not be, you know, as hot off the press as the time you hear this, but news nonetheless. Into the hot. Into the hot fire. So this, I mean, this is Jesus. great for you. Jesus. <laughs> more on that. More on that later. <laughs> yes. Uh, Segway. Um, so we know this is something very, very special. We have J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, and Bruce Tim, who are going to get together and create a brand new. Batman animated series for HBO Max. Not much has been talked about. Not much has been shown. Uh, there was a picture that was with most of the articles, um, kind of revealing a specific look to the Batman, if that's where we're going with it. Uh, pretty, pretty exciting. I know it's something that people have kind of wanted some form of, you know, either reboot, reimagining, spiritual successor to something like the Batman, the animated series. I don't know if that's what it's going to be, but uh, exciting nonetheless about you. I mean, I know when you saw it, you know, I'm sure your uh, your britches got all tight and hot and bothered. <laughs> uh maybe maybe you're a little off on that because uh, oh boy, I'm I'm. <laughs> kind of soured on J.J. Abrams following fair, fair enough. the 
sequel trilogy of Star Wars. And I guess we could mention a little bit more on that in a bit because he had some comments recently about that. But uh, Bruce Timm's involvement has me excited. Matt Reeves, uh, you know, who knows how much involvement any of these three guys are really going to have if it's more than just an executive producer or something right. along those lines. But T- Bruce Timm's involvement is is key for me because as a Batman animated series fan, he was key and crucial to that show. So I would prefer they brought back the original animated series in some way and re- did new stories in that without needing to tie together all these different people and make it like they're all making this new thing. But I still obviously check it out. I check out every Batman series when it comes out. And there's been some great ones, even beyond Batman, the animated series with uh, Brave and the Bold, which is a huge, big favorite of mine. I know we both like the Batman. I mean, I wouldn't put it up there as the best, but I, uh, I, I'm still excited. But I still don't I don't know how much I would expect from Abrams and Matt Reeves to be involved in an animated show. Right. And another good thing that just came to my mind is the Harley Quinn show is 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 very good. So expectations should be high, but I'm a little soured and I don't want I don't want Abrams messing with my Batman, I feel like at this point. Right. No, that makes sense. I and I remember that that something came up recently, like you mentioned about him discussing uh, the Star Wars movies. For me, I think it's a matter of, you know, are we going to try to, you know, rebuild the wheel here, you know, and try to do something fresh and different, which a lot of the Batman shows that we've had over the years have indeed tried to break that mold. You know, hey, let's let's make something like really weird. And, you know, then we had that CG Batman uh, show, which was OK, uh, very, very different in that, you know, yeah. uh, Alfred was younger and you know like was a spy or some nonsense well yeah it was like he was breaking in right that's that was beware the batman yes really didn't get its chance to get off the ground because it was canceled within its first season and i think it's because much like superman we don't need the origin of batman we don't need the early years unless you have a real good story to tell and i think that's what the movie is for that's what it looks like matt reeves movie is going to be him Discovery. His early year, his early years, maybe not starting out like Batman Begins, but his earlier years. Whereas I think this show should just hit the ground running, right. make the characters established already. They're already the rogues already exist like Harley Quinn. There, It's an established universe and you're learning of the connections of what may be different for the characters that you know and love. Because everyone knows these characters. You don't need to teach us about them all over again and wait a full season to be introduced to somebody like oh they finally showed the joker which would be crazy for them to wait or they show two-face at the end of the year like they don't need to do all that right i think a big part of that unfortunately you know is it's all part of the marketing and the fact that many of these batman shows particularly not not like every show but i feel like a lot of times the batman shows tend to have some type of toy to come along with it and you know you want to introduce kids that are just getting introduced to batman and being a dad i can understand that it's not something we want like you said you know like for me yeah same thing i want to kind of just go right into it and 
you know, just experience what we know. I mean, when was the last time we got a seasoned Batman, you know, years in his prime, just doing his thing, you know, well, we don't get that the bold. Right. I'm, I'm saying Brave in the bold really just threw, and that was a children's show, but they just throw you in there. He's already established. He already has friendships and relationships with all of these heroes, some of which people have never seen before. I think I, I'll play devil's advocate. I think that while that sounds good on, on, on paper or, you know, that kids need to, to learn the character before they buy them or, or vice versa, whatever. Uh, but all these toys are out now and kids are buying them with no cartoon existing. Right. So are they struggling in sales now of, of these action figures by adults or children? I, I don't think so. No, it's a good point. Uh, but one, one other thing about this, and I, I, I didn't really dive too much into this, but wasn't this, is this going to be on TV also? Was this on Cartoon Network and HBO Max? I believe so. Okay. Because that's what that's what I was like. If it's just HBO Max, I bet we'd get a little bit more mature, Gritty, grittier. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could still be mature. I mean, Cartoon Network. It doesn't have. To, it could be during Adult Swim. It could be. It depends where they're steering the show to go. Right. It could be. It Batman could be the animated series. Yeah, Batman the animated series isn't very kiddie either, but we different, we kind of grew up on it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it well, was following the Burton movies. Right. I mean, if you think about, you know, I know you haven't watched the show yet, but like uh, Infinity Train is a Cartoon Network show and it's dark for what it is. And you look at it, you know, to the naked eye, it looks like a kid's show, but it's there's so much more to it. So I think there's potential if they went that route, you know, and if they needed to, you know, just have it potentially later in the later in the day, maybe as you transition to the tsunami type stuff, you know. But we'll see. So you want to jump on that uh that next one because that's all you. I, I don't really know about this, so I know uh, you hit it on here. Okay. I I, I I glossed <laughs> I glossed over that Cartoon Network is going to be dropping a bunch of spinoff shows, and this is one of them. I'm assuming so. This is Rick and Morty spinoff of the Vindicators, which I don't know where to go either with that. And I think God show... damn. <laughs> I, I mean, think Noob, that Noob, Noob I, has to be in it. That's it. That's I think I'm they saying. said he was, but uh, the show is going to be like sh- much shorter episodes. And is Justin Roiland even involved in it? I don't. I didn't remember seeing anything. Like, I don't know how sure. I feel about this. Yeah, I mean, you think about all the characters we've had, and then that's who they pick. You know, for right sideshow. I guess it makes sense because of them being kind of like superheroes and kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Like everybody's got superhero fever and, you know, I don't, I I assume that was a popular episode. It wasn't one of my favorites. I mean, it had some really good elements. Um, You know, ghost train is probably one of the best parts of the episode, but outside of that, like it, it's not like those characters were in more than one episode too. But I think it's the fact that it's a team. They can have them die every single episode and just have like a new team, like every episode, you know, just thinking out of the box of what it could be. But, uh, you know, I think it's cool that at least they're maybe branching off of some of the characters and maybe that if it does well, we can get shows that we need in our lives. Like 
Poopy Butthole in the miniseries, you know? Uh, or me, or me, or me seeks the movie. <laughs> oh, I'm not crazy about. <laughs> All right, fair I, enough. I, I, I've uh, personally, I've never been a fan of spinoff shows, especially while the existing show is still on. Okay, uh, has there been a real successful spinoff show? I mean, Frasier, maybe Frasier from Cheers. Right. But other than that, like, can you imagine like The Simpsons did a spinoff show and those characters and like, I don't know, I get I, it's a different universe and it, it's sci fi and there's these characters are one off characters that they can make a little mini series or out of. But I don't know. It seems like a big cash grab to me. I'm sure it is. It almost always is. But that's, you know, I, I don't know when that's coming, but it's something I'm sure when it does, we'll watch it and we'll be able to discuss it. And uh, yeah, shit on I it mean, if it's if it's not good. <laughs> they the my expectations are are set high for the new season of Rick and Morty, and I feel like the last season they didn't totally de- deliver, and this next season starts in June now, and they really have to they have to show some stuff that you know they the way how strong the first couple seasons were made you think that this could run for a long long time, and if the well is already dry up for ideas on that, it doesn't speak to this show. If you know, I don't know because solar opposites, I I'm really enjoying and that's, but that's only two seasons in and now we're coming up on Rick and Morty season five. So we'll all do, they have enough ideas to, to keep the show fresh. So I think they have the ideas. The question is, are the ideas going to be memorable for, for us as the viewers? And I think a big part of that is, I feel, at least for me, you know, as much as I like the side story stuff, I like, oh, it's one of those rare exceptions that I like a little bit of the continuity because you obviously want to see the, you know, the evolution of certain characters. Like, obviously, we haven't spoken about Evil Morty in a while. You know, that's something that really hasn't been touched upon. You yeah. ended the season a certain way with the, with the two moms. And, you know, there's a lot that you can explore, but are they going to even do that? Or are they going to? They're going to do more than half the season of just mini stories. And then at the end, you get it again. Because I think that was the big failure of season four was that there I, wasn't enough connecting the dots. That's what I was just going to say. That's literally I was going to say season four really suffered from not having that continuity. And I think it was deliberate. I think they wanted to move away from that, which was some of the show's best successes, that continuing right. story and having little tidbits and easter eggs hidden throughout and and tie back that you can that you can tie back right exactly and outside of the the clone of beth like you said and that ending where the season ended it really didn't have a whole lot the whole season of of them even pushing forward one overarching story it doesn't have to be every single episode like we were complaining that south park was doing right. but it could be just one big story that you get maybe two minutes in an episode for just to drive it forward, even and if it's at the end of the episodes, you know. Any, yeah, like, yeah, even if it's the after credits, right? Yeah, no, like I mean, they do their after credits, and right. sometimes they connect them. Most of the time, they don't, but they could change it up just to just to you know tie together the, the larger story, right? But I think the big thing too is it's a matter of like they're not doing a ton of episodes per season, obviously, so they're they're stretching their content out, you know, and who knows if they want to tell a certain story that they have to wait, you know, to tell, because it's like, Hey, if we tell this now, then it's over. Then it's just going to be filler. 
So then you have to fill, you know, obviously I'm just guessing at this point, but when you have this potential, I mean, for me, the biggest question of the whole show is, you know, is evil Morty, the original Morty, you know, is there something with that? Like, that's something I want to know. And I don't feel like we'll know that either ever or until the very end, if they decide to like cancel the show. You know, I just yeah. feel like that's a type of show that they're going to they're going to milk it for as long as they can. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have they signed what for another five years or something crazy when maybe more than that. I don't even remember, but it was a crazy deal when they got renewed. Right. Uh, when they were and waiting what are we getting season four? What are we getting? Six to eight episodes a season? It's not a lot, you know, compared to some well, other shows split, that we might get. They split the last season, right? right. So the last season, I think, was five and five. And they I do like know, the also what South Park does. Yeah, you know, but time will tell. You know, I I'm excited for it too. Um, it's just a matter of you know, like you said, if if we answer some questions, you know, obviously the first episode is going to connect. That's usually what happens, you know. But then are we going to not see Beth again? You know, like, and then something else is going to be, you know, because it seems like the theme is is the same. Everybody's trying to kill them, but. Right. Are they gonna are they gonna dive deeper into it's, that? It's either everyone's trying to kill them or if it's a spoof on some sci-fi some other sci-fi thing. Right. So it re- this season really is is a make or break for me. I'm I'll, I'll obviously continue to watch, but my where how high of a regard I hold the show will probably be dependent on this season. Whereas, you know, if it if it's disappointing like four, that's when you start to tell people, well, watch the first couple seasons. And then, and then you don't need to watch. Anymore. Yeah, you do whatever guy. you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that show! I don't know what happened to that. Is that even still on? It is still on. I have not watched it in years. Same here. I think once in a while I'll put Hulu on and I'll like throw an episode. I'm like, I don't even know what season I watched up to. Yeah. Same I, thing. I, I, watched, I had watched some older episodes recently on Hulu, and I'm like, this show was so funny back then, and I'm like. I can't even remember at what point I stopped watching American dad. I made it a little further. I liked that show better, but eventually I just kind of gave up on it. Cause it, they, the stories ended up being all the same. It felt like. Yep. Agreed. Still, still a better show. I think than, than yeah. Family guy. different content, but too. hopefully yeah. Rick and Morty doesn't end that way. And you know what? It's funny that everyone mocks the Simpsons for running as long as they've run. They're still on 30 plus seasons. And many of those seasons, over 20 episodes a season. Shows don't do that anymore. And look how long it took for them to be stale, as opposed to some of these other shows. Yeah. That are they they got stale much quicker with much shorter seasons. So for The Simpsons, South Park, like those are run by some fucking creative geniuses. And for people to still shit on them, I think is wrong because no show has been able to keep up with either of those two shows. And I know South Park is backed off now, but the Simpsons, the quality is definitely not what it used to be, but they're still producing 20 plus episode seasons, you know, 20 plus episode seasons times 30, 30 seasons is, is, is an unbelievable amount of episodes to come up with all that content for. Agreed. And remember Simpsons did it first. It was a big, <laughs> was, a big I, part I, of the I was world. waiting for you for that. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I'm done now. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reorganized this a little bit just so we can just do yeah. all the rest of the HBO or uh, Warner get it out. Warner Media stuff. 
All right. So, I mean, we could just, it's kind of like three and one, if you will, right? HBO Max getting uh, hot and bothered and they, they're hot off the press. They got a lot going on. You know, we, we've talked about them before with having the movies, you know, being on there while they're in the theaters. But now there's other stuff happening with that. But the biggest thing is something that Paul actually talked about several episodes ago. We talked about what is HBO Max going to do to kind of like change things up? Maybe they're going to come up with a ad version. And sure enough, <laughs> Legend Pop was right. So no, we are getting... it, was, it was it was announced beforehand. I can't take the credit for it. Just the pricing was not official until recently. Right. Well, so we are getting ten dollars a month in June for ad full <laughs> HBO Max. Because who wants that? The stragglers. Do you think that, you think that dro- is going to drive subscribers? Not at all. No, not neither all. do I. Not at all. Especially the con- when the content, Peacock... is, the content is what drives. Yeah, yeah, but the, at that price, I don't right. think see that making any Give sort it away. of sense. Give a couple months. Or five dollars a month or something, because Peacock is doing five dollars a month. And while, like you said, the content is king, they're not offering the same quality of content. But then then give a limited uh, uh, supply of what what you can get for your subscription. But I don't see ten dollars driving anything. And this may change because uh, since the last show, also HBO is like kind of sort of acquired by discovery so like warner media is now going to be acquired by discovery but warner is going to be like majority of it I, it's a weird yeah it's a weird thing that they're going to be connecting so those discovery plus service and some of those things may end up getting integrated into hbo max that could that could potentially justify the price if they don't adjust it you know right and so I think uh that could be works it, it, we may see more changes as far as DC, who's running HBO Max now. I, I think the guy from Discovery is going to be taking over HBO Max's content officer or some shit like that, I read. But it's still a ways off, probably, from totally being finalized. But we could see some interesting things, maybe even as far as just Zack Snyder and otherwise. But this $10 a month thing with ads I, I they're they're struggling to keep up and maintain subscribers without it and they're offering a brand new movie every month so i don't see this driving anything agreed and even maybe this movie might not even drive traffic so with that said we are getting evil dead rise which is a movie that's been talked about for a while um I don't know if it's a sequel, another spiritual successor, but Sam Raimi's involved. Bruce Campbell's involved, but he is not playing Ash. Um, I don't know if it's going to potentially tie into the TV show, which I I loved. Um, But it is coming specifically to HBO uh, Max day one. I don't know when that's coming. That could be next year, possibly this year. I doubt it. They feel like we would hear a little more. Um, I'm excited for it because I'm an Evil Dead guy. But um, realistically, you know, obviously we're not going to get Ash. I'd love to have him just give us some closure for the character, like for me, because we didn't get that in the TV show. I don't know if you've ever watched the show. 
Um, I watched the first two seasons, I think. Or okay, yeah, there's three, right? There's three, seasons. three seasons. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first two. I enjoyed it. I never went back and finished it though. Got it. I mean, you know, they they got canceled at the end, so they didn't get to continue the way they wanted. It's one of those shows. So you know, maybe they'll take the time to address that stuff. But you know, there are people of the franchise that might jump over to the platform for it. I don't think it's a platform seller. You know, unless the trailer <laughs> blows people away, you know, no, it's not. It's not. He'd, he'd you're, have, he'd you're, to, you're, you're, you're just fanboying. It's not even a close. It's not even close to being it. If they can't get subscribers with King Kong, Godzilla, you know, Mortal Kombat, Justice League, sure. they're not getting subs- they need the other things need to change on the service or, or be given or a price reduction. You think uh, Suicide Squad or Neo, if we even get that this year? I think Suicide Squad will drive some subscribers, but will those subscribers keep it after that? I don't know. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, I watched it. I watched the other movies. It, I'm done. This Evil Dead movie, uh, I, I, I'm interested. I, I read the article and then it says Bruce Campbell will just be producing. And I'm like, All right, I'm no longer interested in this because <laughs> in Evil Dead without Bruce Campbell is is not interesting to me. Uh, I don't care if him and, and Sam Raimi are producing it. I, I do not. The the remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, movie was fine. I, I enjoyed it. And it gave you the tease that he was going to be connected to it somehow in the after never credits. Spoiler. Happened. But uh, yeah, it never happened. And then for him to not be Ash in this, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I really don't have any interest in it now. Hands up. Throwing in the towel. <laughs> not groovy true well you know one maybe maybe they're they're finding a way to be marvel and keeping their mouth shut and they're lying to us we could hope but i know he's been hell-bent in saying that he was done after that show so he's like i don't want to get doused in blood anymore he's like i'm over it you know he's oh, like I, li- I i live that life and i've did it for so many years it's time to th- throw in the towel okay sure you know, teach. I mean, he, look, he's getting I don't older. Know if I believe that. Exactly. He doesn't have yeah. any other work to do. Come on. Well, maybe he. Uh, maybe he'll be in Spider-Man here. like everybody else. Oh, he's. He, oh, he's definitely. Gonna, oh, not Spider-Man. He'll be in Doctor Strange because Sam Raimi's directing Doctor Strange. Right. So he'll be in that. But throw him in Spider-Man too. Also, while we're at it, yeah, just get it in there. It. Throw him in there. Hey, aren't you that guy that wrestled the Macho Man? Got <laughs> <laughs> you for three minutes. <laughs> It's funny that that line, that whole Macho Man scene has gotten so big on TikTok. I'm like, people probably don't even know where they're using that from. You know, like I just keep seeing videos and it's just that scene. I got you for three minutes. Anyway. Three minutes of pain. Yeah. <laughs> Great scene. So good. <laughs> Bone saw is ready. Yeah. Well, that's that. that uh, I think that sums up our HBO Max corner for the uh, news. The first half hour of our show is is dedicated to HBO Max. Not I wonder, on, uh, did, uh, <laughs> let's just b- real quick, because I just thought of it as, as I'm browsing the, the news here. Do you think that Rick and Morty, the next season, is going to be on HBO Max like the day after it airs? Because that would drive subscribers. But I don't think they're going to do that. You think they'll be on there the day after it airs? I feel like they would have announced it by now. 
the the show that you watched was that on that was on Cartoon Network was, also, right? No, it's been HBO Max home now. Oh, uh, yeah, only HBO Max. Season, yeah, the season was made for HBO Max. I gotcha. Yeah, so because uh, I was gonna say if those simultaneously aired, then I would assume that they would. But I mean, that would be I would think that'd be a good subscriber, uh, you know, draw. I mean, they might do it, but I feel like they they should have the announced it. They, yeah, right. Because I was already looking at the price of the season because I don't have cable to watch it on cable. So I'm going to end up buying it. But if it's on HBO Max, then I don't need to worry about buying the season. It's already going to be on there. Right. Now, does does Hulu do that? Because I know Hulu used to do that with other shows. I don't know if, if not, that was not with, Car- not with okay. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network yeah. is tied to HBO. They're owned by the same. Before all this right. Discovery partnership, they're all still tied to the same uh, parent company. So I guess we'll see. Okay. So the next huge bit of news is the the sale of MGM, which has been in the works between rumored companies for what seems like years is getting acquired. What? Jesus. (laughs) By (laughs) Chugs. Chugs is, is acquiring MGM, Badland Chugs, free plug, and he's going to belch us the lion. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to Badland Chugs. Uh, so Amazon is acquiring MGM for $8.45 billion Dr. Evil dollars. Oh, baby, that's a lot of money. That is definitely a lot of money. What do you think about this uh, this purchase from Amazon? Well, I mean, uh, Lex Luthor is getting what he wants little by little. He wants <laughs> the lion now. Yeah, that's it. What's he going to get next? The mouse? Never. Never. That'd be I'm, a battle I'm, for the <laughs> I am not surprised it ended up being Amazon. I thought it was probably going to be Apple or Amazon or Sony. Sony, I Sony, I could go either way with because it seems like Sony. You, you hear like one day that they're looking to sell their their entertainment division, and then the next day they're looking to acquire someone. So you don't really know which way they're going with that. But right. I don't know where how I feel about this because in one in one, on one hand, in one hand, on one hand, I'm 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 very tired, baby. <laughs> uh, Amazon is good for me because I can stream everything then. They can put all the MGM backlog on Amazon Prime and I can watch it whenever I want. On the other hand, I like to purchase movies digitally. And previously, I used to like to purchase things physically. I know you still do. I think this transaction may see some demise of, you know, Amazon doesn't release their movies on physical. Physical. Right. Right. So like Borat 2 and... Uh, coming to America too, they never they didn't get a physical release. They also did not get a digital release outside of the Amazon ecosystem. So if you want to watch Borat two, you can't buy it on Vudu or iTunes or anywhere. It's stuck in that Amazon ecosystem. Right. So I don't know how I feel about that. I know that uh, some of the the people in charge of the bond license 
they still have a, a, a majority share to dictate certain things when it comes to Bond. So that may differ for the Bond movies. Right. And they have already announced that the next Bond movie that's been long delayed, no time to no time to die or no time to be released, uh, will be theatrical still. So it won't be coming directly to Prime. Okay. And that, to me, seems like a lot of money to spend to not have control of the biggest franchise that MGM has. Because Bond is their biggest, in my opinion. I honestly can't think of anything that even comes close to as big for MGM. Maybe it's all backlog or what, but franchise-wise, I, I mean, maybe you can think of something, but... Nope, definitely can't. <laughs> I think Lion, I think Bond. It's yeah, they go hand in hand. I think uh, Big Chugs. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I'm done. But no other, <laughs> no other thoughts on this Amazon purchase. Oh, could care less. I mean, realistically, I think. It, <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Think, I'm glad. It's... Oh, I think it's gonna. I, I have a feeling it's it's not gonna. It's gonna go the way you're saying. They're gonna start restrict, restricting the content. They'll start pulling it from other digital sites, you know, so that's just going to be a big problem for a lot of users. Um, I don't, I don't think they'll pull people's purchased content, but have have it available to buy anymore. Right. Well, that would be rough, but I, I think if they are available on Netflix or available on Apple, no, they wouldn't be on Apple TV. They don't really have much of a backlog, but Netflix or HBO max, Right. They'll eventually, once those lapse, they're not getting renewed and they're going to stay with Amazon and you have to watch them on Prime. Right. If they pull them from digital stores, that's not something I really thought of. That would be interesting. Because that's... I mean, Bezos does whatever the hell he wants. That's why... That's true. But that also fucks the content creators out of their royalties because if you make it just exclusive on their streaming platform, they're not going to get paid the same amount of money of if I bought it on iTunes for 15 or $20. Right. So that is definitely something to, to be messed with there potentially. Now, let me ask you a question. I know it's probably, I'm probably answering it in my head as I'm asking it, but like, for example, with voodoo, when you buy a movie, like, do they have options where you can only buy it and you cannot stream it unless you pay for it? Like pretty much newer stuff's going to be in that category. Right. Like, you know, like some eventually they'll give you an option to rent it or to stream it with commercials. Like, do you think they have anything that you can just you can only watch it if you buy it like full price? Because I'm just wondering, maybe they restrict how you how you purchase it. You, you, know? you mean you can't rent it. You can only Correct. own it. Yeah, I, I believe them. There might be some content like that when movies come out like right away on the digital store. Usually they're not available to rent right away. It's usually like a month later, then you can rent it. They want you to pay that full price for it. So I could see that. I I mean, is it beneficial for Amazon to allow them to even rent? Like, well, right. no, if you want to, if you want to rent it, come get Amazon Prime. Right. You know, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it could be more for the newer franchises, the newer movies that come out and then they'll just have to come. They'll have, I feel like they'll have this going to be too much legal stuff to you know with the backlog right, the old the stuff yeah because there's so many contracts that are in place already like you said with royalties is one of the biggest things 
but I think the at the minimum, I I feel we're gonna get the streaming isolation. You know, yeah, they're they're gonna pull Probably. everything the moment they can. Right. Well, and that's what HBO Max really did. I mean, you can't spite them for it, but HBO Max's content you can still buy on other services. So if you want to buy Kong vs. Godzilla, you don't have to be stuck in HBO Max. You can still go on iTunes and buy it now. Right. So, I mean, they're kind of, you'd be shooting yourself in the foot to not at least allow it to be purchased on another service, right? I mean, you're still collecting the money for it. Well, I feel it depends. It's going to be based on the property. It's going to be a case by case because you're going to deal with a scenario, for example, like Kong vs. Godzilla. That's, kind of a wide range movie it's not a movie that's made like in-house kind of like it's obviously the studio but it's not like a tv show like the friends reunion right now i can only think of comparing tv shows to this but obviously like netflix netflix has movies that they make with their studio like that type yeah. of mindset well, and, and and they don't release the movies to be purchased on other services either so right. I, I feel mean, like they I, I guess might. this is just the way like... the world is going I feel like they do, though. I don't know if they do it with everything. But, like, for example, Stranger Things, you can buy Stranger Things physical. Yeah. You can buy it digital elsewhere. They've, it's they've, one of the kinda, few... they've only done a few shows like that, like House of Cards. They did that also. Stranger Things. Castle, Castlevania. Oh, they have Castle... the, that. Yeah, they have the Blu-rays. Yeah, and you can buy them on Voodoo. So I think yeah. it depends it, on the franchise. You know, if they it know. It seems like movies they are generally not doing. Their own in-house movies, right? That, and I feel like that makes sense unless a movie blows up, you know. Which, yeah, like I, I, I feel like Mitchell's could be a movie that would would justify a physical purchase, like that somebody would buy, you know. But who knows? Phys- yeah, physical. I can see sooner than them saying, "Oh, well, you can get Mitchell's the Mitchell's on, on iTunes on Vudu, right?" right. Because then they're like, no, well, you can pay us $10 a month and just watch it whenever you like on our service. So this is something definitely to keep an eye out on. Uh, I don't know how soon it'll end up closing. To me, it still seems like a lot of money for what is limited. I don't know. Maybe it's all their backlog of all the old classic movies that they wanted. But I'd have to dive into what they're really getting out of it besides Bond and a couple of I think one of the Chucky movies is MGM, isn't it? The first but one. that license is still now with Universal, so right. yeah, I guess uh, yeah, that's it. so. The last bit of news is the big one for us, as we always are discussing the MCU. Is we had our first look at the Eternals in a teaser or trailer or whatever you want to consider what they showed us, and they, in my opinion. They didn't show a whole lot. Didn't look very marvel to me. Obviously, I'm going to be bought in and, and see whatever Marvel content comes out. But, I mean, it looks okay. I, I don't know. Am I just soured to everything that's coming out lately? But uh, we have certain external. That's what it comes down <laughs> to. I they, mean, I, I feel like we weren't hyped before anything. Like We were just like, okay. It's going to be like the uh, the Inhumans all over again. Like That's the vibe I was getting before we saw anything. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the show, the Inhumans show, because it looked like trash. But... Well, I meant the movie. Remember, <laughs> it was know. supposed to be a movie before yeah. it was a show, like that yeah. whole fiasco. 
Well, and yeah, it was supposed to be in the MCU. It was supposed to be a movie in the MCU. And I guess uh, Kevin Feige just decided this wasn't cut out to be a movie. I don't know, because it went to ABC to die after that. Right. And uh, I, I would there's no villain really showed in this trailer. They everyone's mocking now how they they mention how uh, they've been around and haven't gotten involved in anything. So everyone's mocking why they haven't gotten involved in it. I'm sure that they'll throw some Rudy Pooh uh, reasoning behind it, but <laughs> you just say Rudy Pooh, Rudy Pooh, candy ass. Did we literally you, just don't some nineties rock? This guy, what did you, what did you think of uh, this trailer? It, it, it's a movie. It's a movie it's, that it's, it's it, a movie. <laughs> go see, go see. It's a movie. Thank, thank. <laughs> I feel from watching it. That it just looked like Jupiter Ascending, like that show that's on. Never seen it. You've, I'm sure you've seen the commercial or the the trailer or the. You know. That's not Jupiter Ascending. That's the name of a movie, Jupiter Ascending. We had this conversation last time. So see how unmemorable it is. <laughs> Isn't so, it like Jupiter Legacy or Jupiter, something? Jupiter like that? Legacy. Thank you. Yeah. See? <laughs> oh my. God. When I when I saw this Eternal trailer, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh. So them and Netflix made it at the same time. Got it. Okay. You know, they have suits. Great. But they're, you know, they're, they're just they're hanging out. I thought they know, I mixed, they know who the Avengers are. Like, come on. I uh, mixed like Justice League with like Prometheus with their spaceship or something. And I'm like, eh, eh, like, <laughs> put, it on, put it on Disney Plus. I'll watch it. But I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't pay $30 to watch that. You gotta show. You gotta show. You gotta. You gotta show me something else. I'm gonna end up spending thirty dollars to see in the movie theater. Either way, I know because we're suckers. I get it. (laughs) No, I'm not. I I don't know. Honestly, I'm still at the point now that I don't know if I'm. I have no plans still to go to the movie theater. So if they don't put Shang Chi on Disney Plus, like that's the next release that I would probably be wanting to go to the movie theater for. I don't know if I'm going to rush out to go see it because Black Widow will be on Disney Plus. Uh, I want to see Jungle Cruise, which will also be on Disney Plus. Suicide Squad will be on HBO Max. I'm sure I'm forgetting some other potential summer movies, but I know one of your big ones, Fast and the Furious 9, is coming out. But uh... <laughs> I think I've seen I don't know. the first one. So that's why yeah. nine's gonna be my favorite. Because it's the end. It's the last Remember one. Remember when it was your favorite? Yeah. And fast fast <laughs> into outer space. Machete machete in space. Oh my god. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was I was no, I was underwhelmed is probably the best. Especially yeah. with all the great Disney Plus content. And thank God we're getting Loki next uh next few weeks. I think the big problem is our expectations are the bar is set in a level that we've never had before because I feel that, you know, Endgame just kind of like threw it all out there as we know. And we felt like, oh, you can't top this. But then we've gotten stuff that's great in a different way, WandaVision. You know, like slow burn, but then there was just some really rewarding episodes that felt 
all right, Marvel's we're, we're good. We're safe. We're good. We're getting more content. <laughs> I'm okay. And then we start getting, you know, we start questioning ourselves with, you know, Falcon and shoulders like, all right. Yeah. You know, this is cool, but it's like, I need my adrenaline again, you know, and it's not that it's lacking action. It's just that adrenaline in our body of like, Oh my God, I'm watching Marvel again. Like this is, this is exciting. You know, like I feel the guardians movie is a perfect example of a franchise that not many people knew the trailer sold a lot of people on it. People didn't have to know about the character The trailer showed enough to get people hyped. And I feel with this, I feel they're at a point where they're limiting what they can show because there's probably not a lot to show. And, you know, if you say one thing, you're probably showing everything, you know, it's like, Oh, we can't show all our cards. And the fact that the movie has been delayed for so many, you know, is it two years now at this point? It's been delayed, and no, we're getting a trailer like now. A over a year, yeah, it feels longer. Maybe <laughs> it's because I have I have the bad taste of Inhumans in my mouth. I mean, I mean, at least the costumes Danger, don't look like they came from mouth. party. <laughs> at least the costumes don't look like they came out of Party City, like Inhumans. The wigs were so bad. Yeah, but, oh, I didn't have any doubt about budget wise, but I think the problem is that this movie, along with some other movies like Shang-Chi, which I still think can be good. They were in development before the Fox deal closed. Now the Netflix movie uh, shows have lapsed. The Fox deal is now owned by Disney. So you have all these properties and people are eager already. They teased us with Fantastic Four. We want the X-Men. We want Punisher still. We want Daredevil still. We want Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. We don't want Iron Fist. But people want these characters, and now they're like, oh, but we're getting this? We have all these other... What about what about these guys over here? What about Wolverine? We, who, who, who is this guy? I don't want this guy. The bootleg Flash? I don't need him. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> that this was in development. I don't even know who the guy is, but he, he ran fast, so he's a Flash. I, they, these were all in development, and like you said, this has been delayed. Shang-Chi's been delayed. These movies were supposed to come out last year before maybe it all set in and everyone wants these other properties. They want a, a good Fantastic Four movie. They want a, a new legacy of X-Men movies. You know, They want to continue the characters established in the Netflix shows. And these are not characters that anyone's asked for. So Marvel's hoping for a Guardians of the Galaxy lightning strike again, but it's tough to get lightning strike twice. Agreed. And I think the big part here is they have to be part of the bigger part of the story. That's really what it comes down to. There's There can't be a reason that you bring these otherworldly characters that are just like literally on another plane of existence to all these characters that we've had obviously Gods, we, essentially yeah right and we've like you've said you know we've said offline we've talked about having uh celestials being in the in mc already to to some point but you know is a celestial going to be the big bad that it's almost like the obvious and most like deliberate decision but can can loki tie into it you know like i i don't know are we going to get the tease officially of the big bad of this phase, you know, or, you know, this the end of this phase, 
I feel like at this point, you know, maybe we Kang is supposed to be Ant-Man, right? So we probably yeah. won't see him until then, I'm guessing. Mm, you might see him in Loki. Okay. Because he right. is because we're dealing with time. That. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, is there somebody bigger do you think we can get in the MCU that could get a seed planted here? Do do you do you re- you want my fanboy I want, answer? I, I know your fanboy answer. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, if you know it, why well, you don't need me to say it then? Because I want to hear it from your mouth. Let's go. You waste some time. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. I want to know what you're thinking. Who you're thinking it is from my mouth? No, I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, I don't. I, <laughs> I honestly, I don't. Now that I'm thinking about it, like my head is hoping you would think this, but I don't know if it fits the the realm of these types of characters, big talk. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Doom to some degree, but I don't think that he's... I was not thinking Doom, but I was thinking a similar or a, another villain of the Fantastic Four. Galactus. Okay. Do it right. If Devour it can be done worlds. right. It's a very, very difficult character to do. Yeah, I mean, we didn't do Dormammu right yet. <laughs> Still, uh, no, I like I like Dormammu in Doctor Strange. He was better than a fart cloud, but we still didn't really get him, you know, as he's supposed. Oh, to. I, I can't, I can completely disagree. I, I liked how he was pr- portrayed in the movie, and okay. I liked that I was not expecting him at all, and he was tricked into losing rather than actually defeated by a new no- novice Doctor Strange. Fair enough. But so I mean, I, I think if you don't Galactus go that route be, and make him, you know, Galactus would be extremely difficult. And if this wasn't in development for such a long time, I think you might get Galactus. But I think it's been in development for so long. Unless it's a post-credit scene, you're probably not going to get any of that. Or the post-credit scene is a Silver Surfer arriving on Earth. But again, was this movie finished before the Fox deal, like you talked about? Is that, yeah, is that I don't know if it was finished, but they could always shoot an extra scene for the post credits anyway. Either way, at any point they could do that. Remember, there was rumor that uh, there was going to be X Men at the end of Endgame, right? That they were going to have something tied together with X Men, and that didn't end up happening. Right. But Fantastic Four is apparently the last movie in this phase, allegedly. Of I mean, if we are to believe what we've been shown so far, so maybe they plant a seed for it, right? Uh, could I mean would that sell you on the movie the movie still has to stand on its own that's really that's what we're concerned no. with at this point yeah and and it's tough because the Fantastic Four haven't been introduced yet so right. where have they been this whole time are they going to be becoming a team now in the current world or they're already an existing team and they were missing somehow you know like it's tough it's tough because then you you don't want to throw the one of their biggest villains right into it and that the team isn't even established yet so then it becomes just a villain that's not a fantastic four villain unless we get like some random name drop like the reeds you know something like that yeah or or it's been speculated speculated that thanos is going to be in the movie in a flashback you know like the the movie you can you can tell right, it doesn't look like right. it takes place during all the same time period yeah because this is like from when they first came to earth and as, right. as the earth so it's, it's going to jump through time probably so maybe right. and maybe kang also like you you know maybe maybe he's tied into it somehow maybe right. that's how we we get a, a little bit more of introduction on him 
either way, we have we have <laughs> enough content to watch, but we're not really hyped for anything other than Loki right. Right, at this point. Spider Man. We'll, either way, we'll see it. Uh, hopefully, some future trailers get me a little more interested in it. Agreed. So let's move on from the the meaty news that we're almost pulled an hour's worth of content out of this <laughs> big crazy. meaty news uh, with a quick uh, pops pick. This week is a movie that I'm not sure if you've seen before, and I don't know if you'll totally like it or not, actually. Before you it's... say it, I'd like to know if you watched my pick or not, because I know we're not necessarily going to be diving into that, but I'm just curious if you watched I don't it. even remember what your pick was from, from the last <laughs> The so. Mitchells. No, I haven't watched it. And okay. that's going to tie into what we're watching in a, in a little bit. But spoiler alert, spoiler alert, in the past two weeks, I haven't watched anything new. So that'll be a short partially, <laughs> partially my own fault. Well, good thing the news took up almost an hour. So right. partially my own fault. Partially I was on vacation. Partially go fuck yourself. But easy. <laughs> so this movie uh, came out in 2014. It's uh, I don't want to call it a horror, but it's a it's a comedy horror kind of movie. It's a mockumentary. Think of The Office meets Dracula. It is what we do in the shadows. There is a show now uh, that kind of it's not a continuation of the movie. It's almost like a retelling of the movie in a different theme. Also very good. This movie is very good. It was super underrated when it came out. Now it's very popular, and especially with the TV show on FXX, it's it's grown uh, from uh, Thor fame. Taika Waititi directed this with Jermaine uh, Clement, who is uh, Flight of the Concords, and uh, they're both in the movie as well. So uh, as as Taika Waititi becomes more popular, this this is probably one of his staples. Have you seen this movie? No, I know of the show. I didn't know the show was based off the movie. Yeah, so I I have I watched I watched most of the first season of the show. I have to go back to it. Uh, this is I I really enjoyed this. I would say you should watch the movie and see if you the the humor is for you because it's it's very much like The Office. It's a very dry humor. They they're they're looking at the camera and talking to the camera at certain points and. It's it's a camera crew following around vampires, basically, and, and seeing their lifestyle. And it, it's goofy, though. It's not like Got to it. be taken too serious. And uh, it, it's funny. And the TV show uh, takes place in Staten Island. The movie does not. But the TV show, That's they're funny. vampires from Staten Island. Of course so they are. It's fun. <laughs> of course they are. But uh, I mean, I've seen those. I've seen those trailers on. I'm guessing. I feel like Hulu would show me them. They would come up a lot. Like, yeah, that is this. The show is the show. The, the show is streaming on Hulu. Dead air. Dead air. Well, I was I was <laughs> drinking. You were talking, and then you decided to stop talking. So fuck off. <laughs> so the the uh, the movie itself can be streamed for free on Hoopla, but if you wanted to buy it, it's available on a few of the streaming services. Hoopla. It, 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 what the hell is Hoopla? Oh, Hoopla is the service that you, you can use. But you're making shit up again. No, no, it's the service you tie to your library card. I've mentioned it on here before. 
Every time you say it, it sounds like you're making shit up. <laughs> and then I tell you, I got to sign up for it. <laughs> well, you don't have to. You can sign up for it. You have to have a library card and you tie it to it and then you can watch the content and it has apps and everything for it. Funny thing is, I'm looking at uh, what what's the name of this app? Just watch. So this is the app I use for finding out if a movie's available somewhere. It also tells you if it's available for purchase, but it does not mention that it's available on uh, Apple anymore. So I know this movie has jumped around between like uh, because because of its, I guess, a studio that handled releasing it. It's jumped around with licenses. It seems like it's it's come and gone from services. So I own it on iTunes, even though it's not available for purchase anymore, I guess. Uh, so keep an eye out on it if if you wanted to check it out or if you have checked it out and you wanted to buy it i would jump on it at some point because if it's jumping in and out of service you want to make sure you have it but do you honestly fully own it if if you do so i guess that's that's why i buy a physical <laughs> that's my rant but i think you should check it out obviously we're not doing any more where we're forcing the other person to watch it but uh i think watch you, the fucking it, movie. Yeah, if you like movie. the if you like The Office and uh, it's got and it's got some horror vibes for it because it's vampires, I, I think you'll enjoy it. It's it's short too. I think it's only like an hour and a half. Okay, barely. Yeah. It's under an hour. And a, it's eighty five minutes long. It's not even that's with the credits. So it's it's not very long. Yeah, I'll take a that, I'll take a that's it. That's my pick. Behind it. And uh, yeah, Pops I don't know. Kick. Physical may be even tough to come by. Yeah, we'll have to look. All right, so well, then we're well, going to go into uh, yeah. go into our massive what we're watching segment. Watch, watching, and we're done. Good night, guys. <laughs> we had a great show. Thanks for listening. So, I mean, this is real light. So, I guess I'll go first because I haven't been watching much new content. Uh, I I went back to Stranger Things, and I went through the three seasons so that that took up a lot of my time over the last couple of weeks but uh castlevania um a show that i i mean i'm a big fan of the game the season four just came out and they announced that that was going to be the final season for essentially these characters um season three i felt the way you feel about rick and morty season four like it was just lacking it was really slow it didn't connect the dots and too much was like felt like a lot of filler and then you get to the point like you're at the end you know i'm like the hell did i watch so i was taking my time but then a friend of the show anthony parisi was like yeah you gotta watch it it's it's really good full name full name full name full name drop drop. and his address is (laughs) 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 um i mean he's never gonna listen to the show we know (laughs) i was waiting for that point Um, yeah, he said there was a couple great episodes and, you know, sure enough, I got to those and they were really awesome. The animation is, is what you'd expect from Netflix. It's, it seems like it's one of their in-house studios. I know that, uh, it was produced by Adi Shankar early on. He has been known for God bless you. (laughs) Uh, he was known for doing, uh, some stuff on YouTube. Uh, he has like this uh, series called the bootleg universe where he creates like his own takes of like potential franchises and stuff that we know um, back when the power ranger movie reboot that we got a couple of years ago came out, he had put out a trailer that he made 
of his own gritty Power Rangers. And people were like hoping that it was going to be like an actual movie. And he actually did a really cool Punisher side movie. I don't know if you ever saw that. It was probably like 10, 15 minutes. It was like a short film on YouTube. But he got Thomas Jane to reprise the role. But the whole thing is dark and grittier like the second movie, like uh, Warzone. Like it all takes place in, in a laundromat. And it's like, you know, Frank Castle's kind of trying not to be Punisher anymore. And he's seeing stuff and he's just ob- trying to observe and not get involved. And it was done pretty well. So he, he got pretty well known for doing stuff like that on YouTube. He did an awesome uh, Mr. Rogers. But it was like Mr. Rogers, like when he was in the war. So it was like picture with Mr. Rogers and Forrest Gump in a movie. He did a little thing like that. So he was involved, and that was one of the reasons I kind of jumped into the show. But uh, yeah, it's 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 gory. It's very very adult oriented. Tons of cursing and stuff. A lot of stuff for fans of the, of the video game. A lot of the content comes from the NES Castlevania three game. So um, good way to end the show. I'm hoping they connect the dots the way they did into this potential next show that they talked about, which is supposed to be new characters for fans. You'll know what that means. You know, if not watch the show and uh, you'll figure that out. Um, And then other than that, I started, I only got one episode through the new show Modoc on uh, Hulu, which I think we'll save for a time when we both watch it. Cause I know that that's Marvel. We'll definitely deep dive into it. It definitely has those robot chicken vibes with the style, um, the way that it's filmed, the semi-CG claymation thing going on. It's funny. It's definitely more mature than I thought. Um, but yeah, well, I won't speak too much to it because I want to wait till you watch it and we can we can discuss that. But that's pretty like much it? it for me. I like I liked it so far. I felt that maybe the episode was a little. It maybe it felt a little too long. Like I felt like certain jokes might have dragged a little bit, and I'm hoping they don't repeat mm-hmm. that. But other than that, I you know I thought it was well done. You know, it's it's really just it's about him and his family, which is clearly not something that I don't think exists in the comics. You know, so it's definitely it's out there. You know, but good. I, I plan on watching it, but my my problem with it is that you're almost definitely not getting another season of it because right. Kevin Feige is now in charge of everything. Marvel Entertainment. So I don't think they're putting any original content on Hulu for Marvel. I, I think they're done with that, and everything's going to yeah, be on this Disney was before Plus. That deal, right? This was before. Yeah, it was just before it, and it was one of the few that there was another show. I think that Kevin Smith was supposed to be involved with that didn't even make it out. Like they didn't even end up making it because they knew that we we're only going to be able to produce a couple of these because we're not even going to be able to continue with them, but even Disney has majority share in Hulu. So that may change, but I just, that's just the, the, the mind that mindset that I have that from everything we've seen, I don't think they're going to be right. do, producing Marvel content for anything besides Disney plus. Yeah. Cause especially if they want to connect the dots and I think they want to make yeah. Disney plus the official home for anything related to the MCU. And right. you don't want to confuse people with something like MODOK and, is you do have characters like the some of the Avengers are in it, so it's like, all right, what's going on here, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's it's still cool, you know, if they if they're willing to let because I mean, obviously, if it gets popular, that's another thing. It could become like this big cult thing. 
I don't hear anybody talking about it, so I don't see that. Right. But there's always not. that, you know, there's always that potential. You know what I mean? Like something could just yeah. really surprise them and be like, oh, maybe we should. Because I know that um, the guy that voices Modoc um, talks about Patton Oswald. Yeah, he's like, I'm all for if they need a Modoc for the MCU. He's like, I want it. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's I like, well, of course, yeah, exactly. Uh, you have you have a machine that prints money. Yeah, I want in. I want it in too. <laughs> Obviously, he wants fucking in. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm finished. That's pretty much my watches. I'm done. I'm finished. So, uh, as I said earlier, uh, I did not watch a whole lot, so I have to give my myself a slap on the wrist. Uh, <laughs> I. Went on a short vacation, and just between that work, other random BS, I haven't watched a whole lot of TV. I have I've been watching Entourage over again. Entourage. Uh, I don't know how many times this is that I've watched it fully through, uh, like four or five times. But uh, that's what I've been watching, just like as background noise, and when I whenever the TV's been on. But- <laughs> <laughs> but i i should mention benny thought of this which is actually i think it does tie tied to this and if it doesn't you could just stop listening and we'll see you guys next week but uh i did go down go down to the wdw and go down to hollywood studios and got to go fly into batu at Black Spire Outpost, which is Galaxy's Edge. This is all the fanboy in me. And Benny just gives me a stare. In Hollywood Studios, they have the new Star Wars area. Not so much new anymore, but following COVID, I'm sure a lot of people haven't gone there. So this was my first time there. I got to ride both attractions that they have put in the area. And I think it is extremely well done. The area looks so cool. Uh, I don't want to sound like a dick because as you are a dick, I am. I am because as a kid and like the child in me, when you go to these parks and you see such an immersive thing and it is so immersive, I just wish it would have been a little bit more old original trilogy and not so much new trilogy, prequel trilogy, sequel, whatever you want to fucking call it. Trash. It doesn't ruin. It doesn't ruin anything for me, but I would have wished it would have been close to closerly tied to the original trilogy. That's things they they can change because the Falcon ride is mostly video and stuff like that, and that's still not really tied to the new trilogy. Rise of Resistance is mostly tied to the new trilogy, and I'm not going to spoil anything for the ride because I believe you should go in fresh. But the ride is an experience. It's not like any normal ride you've ever done before. Uh, it has multiple facets to it. You do get, you go through a second line at, at one point you're interacting, but it does have uh, many of the cast from the, the sequel trilogy. So you have Ray in there and all the actors are reprising their roles. You have uh, Finn, you have Poe, you have Kylo Ren, you have General Hux. So you have a lot of the characters from it and the ride is awesome. And the story is, is fine too. The story is good. It just makes me think that look how much time and money was spent on this area. If this would have been in like an original trilogy ride in some way with somehow those characters, I, it probably couldn't be done. 
it would have been even even the next level of it. It'd of have awesome. to be CG at this point, and and do people yeah, really unfortunate <clears throat> or de-aged like they do in the Marvel movies, right? But does well, Harrison Ford want to do that, or you know? And we see Mark Hamill in Mandalorian, so right. I'll, I will gladly take it because again, the child in me didn't expect to have be seeing something like this. But in a world where Universal steps up the, steps up their shit every every uh, few years with Harry Potter and their immersion, they've taken Disney to to task, and Disney has finally stepped up with the Star Wars area because this is the most immersive area they've ever done. It destroys the Toy Story Land that's in the same park, and it's just I I was very impressed. I thought when it was announced it'd be a little bit more like. Uh, cast members dressed as aliens and stuff like that and that doesn't exist currently it looks like the hotel when that opens may have some of that which it should but it it does feel super immersive and when you're in the land it feels like you're in a star wars inspired city and you don't see anything else really you know you don't you don't see uh you know the roller coaster track or something you're, you're inside that world and you're next to a, a full-scale millennium falcon it, it it's really I was really wowed by it. It's really cool. So let me ask you, as somebody that hasn't gone, and I don't know when I will be able to go, seeing the Falcon on the outside, you know, that's not the ride itself, right? Like it's not one Falcon, one ride. No, but but it's 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 at scale in the sense where you yes. could sit in it. Yes, that's cool. And I know when they opened the park, they had people in it. They had Chewbacca and, and uh, someone in it. So That's it can be accessed by people for a nighttime display or something they could always do down the line for it. Now, as far as the rest of the park goes, obviously we have the, it's technically, is it three rides? Like even, do we still have the original older ride? Like from when maybe Star Tours. Went? Yeah. Is that Star, still around? Star Tours is still there, but it is not in that area. It is not in Batu. So okay, Batu so it's, it's is in, the planet that we're traveling to. It's in the park because it's it's the Star Tour. It's bringing you on a tour of the other planets of the galaxy. I don't know how how crazy I am about that, and maybe we need to know a little bit of the lore because we were discussing this on the line, me and Julie. I'm like, does Star Tours take place out of Earth because Earth does not exist? And in any Star Wars content that I've seen, so where is that tied to the the canon? Right. So I'm sure that I'm sure it exists out there, and I haven't done the research, so don't go crazy at me. But so what basically is is Star Tours is where it is existing, and then you go up from there, and you have like the Muppets little area, right? You have like a bar and a couple facade buildings, and then Galaxy's Edge. So they can easily get rid of the Muppets area and that bar there and eventually continue that expansion and merge Star Tours into the land if they wanted to eventually. And the Muppets is where I'm just trying to do my memory here, where Honey, I Shrunk the Kids used to be. Like no. the theater. No. To the no. left. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, was the play area in this park was the okay. 
the area with, with like the giant leaves and stuff like that. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The show Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was in Epcot. So that right, where that no, play right. area, right. I meant the play area. Yeah, where that play area was is now a combination of Toy Story Land and a little and and Batu. So basically, okay, got area, it. and it, it was destroyed for this these projects. Got it. And I think along the, with the back lot, the back lot tour, and the stunt racing, right? Like that's yes, all gone. That's all been. That's all this this Toy Story Land and and. Uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge have all the, that took over all that space. Got it. Okay. It sounds exciting because I mean, you know, that stuff was always there. I'm always like, what is it? Is, is it are they going to ever do anything with this stuff? Because I mean, obviously, it was there for so long before that. But yeah, um, well, I have the I have the tradition of always calling MGM or uh, uh, Hollywood Studios as as some people still call it MGM. Always be MGM. Jesus, uh, I used to call it the Bastard Park because you could go there prior to the Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story, and you could get the park done in like two hours, maybe less than two hours. Yeah, you had hardly any rides. I mean, Midway Mania when it was first introduced was like the big thing. So you had Midway Mania, you had Star Tours, like you said, and if you don't put any shows involved in it, like, like no, uh, the Indiana Stunt Show no, or whatever, you have Tower of Terror. And you have rock and roller coaster, and then that's it. The right. park's done. Right. So now they finally have made this park into a full day park. You have two Star Wars rides. You have three Toy Story rides. I forgot the great movie ride, which was in the park which, also. Which is now the Mickey ride, right? Right. Which is now the Mickey Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is also awesome. Very good ride. Yeah, first Mickey awesome. ride in the world. First Mickey Mouse ride in the world. And it, it's a very cool ride. My problem with that ride is not so much a problem, is that it could it could get become an issue. Is a part of Rise of Resistance and the Mickey ride use the same track mechanic. But they use the same around, right? They use the same ride vehicles. Yeah, they're trackless ride vehicles. they they started in Asia. Uh Tokyo Disney started with them first. Shanghai has them. Uh, Paris has them. So now we have two rides in Hollywood Studios that use them. Ratatouille, which is opening later this year in Epcot, will use them also. So they're they're starting to use this mechanic a little bit too much, in my opinion. So rather than reinventing, it's exactly, it's becoming the new dark ride vehicle. It's Got cool it. because they're trackless. You don't see the layout of the track and you don't always have the same experience every time because they have different show areas for each of these rides, but it can, it, I can foresee it getting a little stale. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, but I really enjoyed that. I wasn't expecting to enjoy that. And that has nothing to do with galaxy's edge, but Mickey's Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. I was exceeded expectations. I, I thought it was going to be like great movie ride along the same kind of track with a big car and they were just going to recycle it. That wasn't the case cool hey i think it was worth discussing again we we're here for pop culture too so and this is stuff that we love so right. i'm glad you had a great trip and right. i i i long to go i'm jealous and you i know. i did not buy a lightsaber that this this trip i'm gonna ease into it when the price is right in there right? I, think, I think the price no, is no. just went up actually <laughs> I, I i am considering it for a future trip if I end up at, out in California for Disneyland, I may end up getting one out there. 
which would be pretty dumb of me because it's a longer flight to come home with it. But right. uh, some of the some of the stores and stuff were cool in Galaxy's Edge also. And from what I've heard, and this may be very short lived, most of the merchandise that's in Galaxy's Edge you can only buy in Galaxy's Edge. They're not sold elsewhere. The lightsabers is an exception already. They do sell it in Disney Springs, but I know some of the other merchandise. I did not see it elsewhere, so I, I think they're keeping up with that for now, at least. What's interesting is I don't know. I guess I'd have to research it, but I feel like either somebody's buying them from the park, but I've seen those sabers being sold on Amazon, which is weird. Yeah. Like someone's buying the, them the, from the, the park with the container and everything. Yeah. You know, like someone's there. buying the, they did list them for a short while. They do post them on Disney shop once in a while. And like I said, they're available in Disney Springs, but yeah, people are reselling them because salacious <laughs> crumb. I saw on Amazon also, and it's like three times the amount, even though it's, you know, in prime in Amazon's warehouse, it's like three times the amount of them selling it in the park. Really? Wow. Yeah. What saber would you get? That's the question. That's that's the tough yeah. one, right? Because I don't want to get like the same tried and true ones, but and I also still have this master replica Vader over here. I don't know if we can still yeah. see it. Yep. But I mean, um, I don't ha- I don't have any anymore, unfortunately. Like I I want one. But it's like, yeah, it's too many. There's so many now. Because I mean, if you remember I, I like, back in the day, and, and may, I may be a real rare exception because people don't aren't crazy about the character. But I like the Count Dooku hilt because it's like curved, right? Just the hilt itself, I really like. So I think it's a really I like cool I like the one from the new game, Cal Cestus. Like it's like it's kind which of they're up. making. They're gonna make yeah, this fall. I, so I feel like that's the one I would want. Because I just yeah. like that it has like that battle worn design. Because again, like you said, we've yeah. seen most of these so many times. Right. You know? Well, what's cool is the I saw someone I follow someone I follow on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you heard him, Adam the Woo. Have you heard him? No. No. I actually bumped into him in the park. He was recording a video while we were in Galaxy's Edge. But cool. uh, he bu- he bought the Return of the Jedi Luke lightsaber, the one you know he constructs himself. And what's cool about that one is it has two different top pieces. So one for display that looks like screen accurate, but then to in, in order to insert the blade into it, it has to be it, changed. It, it won't be, it won't fit properly. Right. It has it's to screen be exposed. Accurate. So that part unscrews and they have another part on it that will screw into it to make the blade slide in. And it's pretty cool that they included, they took the time to include both pieces. There's a lot of people it. like to display them without the blade. A lot of people buy them right. without the blade, believe it or not. Right. Well, I like yeah. that option that you can buy it without the blade, or and then you can just buy one blade if you have multiple sabers, and you you know, and you could buy the crystals too, right? Yeah, so it's a lot of exciting stuff. I mean, it's definitely you know, it's, something cool to check out, right? Cool. I think that uh, that wraps it up for this episode. I think we got that, we we were concerned we weren't going to have enough content. <laughs> we got it. We had enough. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, had a great talk and uh, always a pleasure. Thank you all for listening as usual. Stay tuned. We have a next great episode coming. Some uh, more top 10. We're not going to tell you what it is. Stay tuned and listen. (laughs) Till next time. (laughs) The force is with you. Always. (laughs) Always.